Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. This is 50 Years of Hip Hop. And this week, it's also a taste of El Sonido Cancioneros. You see, over the last year or so, KEXP has been hard at work on an eight-part podcast highlighting the influences and inspirations of various Latin artists. This week, we're dipping in to talk about Atrevido, the 2020 debut album by the Argentine rapper Trueno. His story perfectly highlights the intersection of hip-hop and Latin America. El Sonido host Albina Cabrera picks it up from here. Yeah, yeah, feel the negro coat on blanco way. Camino con el flow intacto, ay, camino con el flow intacto. En la boca llegan los barcos, en la boca de la boca de la los parto. Mucho rapidito que se me come la movie, son actores de reparto. Vos solo decime cuándo y cuánto. In 2020, an 18-year-old rapper released his debut album titled Atrevido. The artist behind it is Mateos Palacios Corrazina, known as Trueno. He shared these 10 tracks after deciding to retire from freestyle battles. Yes, at the age of 17, Trueno became the champion of Red Bull Batalla de Gallos and FMS Argentina. He holds the record of the most watched freestyle on YouTube with 76 million views, as well as the third most watched with 52 million. Soy experto en tirar rimas en hacer todo lo que quiera maniga Seguro que me oda hasta mi vecina Por toda la música que pongo encima Mi flow en serio papito y hasta China The release of Atrevido propelled Trueno onto the international stage, fueling his growing career. His success has been nourished by his dedication to rhyme and composition, skills learned from a young age, and a profound knowledge of the Latin American and American rap scene, which he masters to perfection. Como Paco, layes on me. Vivo fax on, layes on me. Mami, chula, si quieres voy a buscarte que la cima está viniendo por mí. In our fourth episode of El Sonido, Cancioneros, the podcast, we explore the heroic movement of rap en español and the modern Latin hip hop scene through the eyes and songs of Trueno. He shares the songs that shaped him, from the rock and salsa he learned from his mother to the personal laboratory he built alongside his father, MC Pedro Peligro, where he learned about rhymes, improvisation, and hip-hop culture from a young age. His personal soundtrack and family history go back to the 70s and the most challenging time in Latin American societies. As the grand song of singer-songwriter Yamandu Palacios and the song of Uruguayan immigrant Pedro Peligro, Mateo takes us on a journey with his songs, forged in the barrio La Boca in Buenos Aires, paying tribute to legends and contemporaries of global hip-hop. To tell the stories in El Sonido, we talked with several fundamental artists from across Latin America, journalists, historians, and, of course, some of the experts right here at KEXP. Our own Gabriel Teodros provides perspective on the relationship between Latin America and hip-hop culture. I think hip-hop got embraced everywhere in the world where people were struggling, where people were facing economic hardships, uh, whether there was government repression, uh, whether there was mass poverty, 
anywhere on this planet, I feel like people saw hip hop and identified it as an accessible form of music, almost like a folk music where people can tell their own stories and basically, you know, chant down the system. You know, it's uh, akin to folk music, akin to reggae. And also, I would say hip hop has roots in Latin America as well, with the Puerto Rican influence in New York, especially. But it goes beyond that. Here is our very own Larry Missoul Jr. to help break down this connection. He says that the Afro-Caribbean presence was significant from the start. I mean, when we're talking about the beginning of hip-hop, we're talking about, you know, the South Bronx, uh, New York City. So this was a, a neighborhood, a whole borough that had been really abandoned by the, by the government. MCs, DJs, and a lot of dancers, and a lot of people who were doing graffiti. So all of these elements of hip-hop, all these people were present. I've always understood hip-hop to be a creation of Black and Latin communities in New York in the 70s. I think hip-hop is the most powerful youth movement of the last century. Not just the last 50 years. There's no place on earth that it came to where it didn't make converts of young people who felt disenfranchised and cut off from political power, who were poor, especially, you know. So I think that's why it really resonated all throughout Latin America and everywhere else. In those common spaces, there were three elements of hip-hop culture. MCs, DJs, and breakdancers. African-Americans and Latinos shared this space in New York City from the very beginning. So many people get lost in the conversation of whether it's African-American or if Latinos have a right to say and forget that all of the pioneers, all of its existence, literalmente viene del Caribe. You know, the English-speaking Caribbean or Spanish-speaking Caribbean, it todo viene del negro caribeño. That's Jennifer Mota, visual producer, music journalist, and Dominican historian. You're seeing a big cultural exchange when this is happening, right? Um, it's really hard to talk about this experience and not talk about the politics of it, right? We're thinking about a time where there are African-American descendants of, of people that literally <laughs> went through the Great Migration. It changed the music history of America. Unfortunately, so much of our music that we love today is literally survival products of the forced and violent migration of Black people. And it's something that we, that we have to face, you know? Um, it's something that I don't like to romanticize because... You know, I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, I mean, thanks to slavery, we had the blues, we had jazz, we had hip hop, you know, this this has always been a tool of survival. So the reason why the Great Migration changes the musical scope of, of the history of America is because we have, you know, so many African-Americans coming from Louisiana and Mississippi, spaces that have huge ties, the foundations of jazz and blues traditions, you know. 
and they're settling in Chicago, Philadelphia, Virginia, New York, you know? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, we have Black Cubans, we have Black Puerto Ricans who are also, because of the social and political moments that are happening with their islands, they're also in, in New York at this time, right? And there's also Dominicans. So what do we see? Community-wise, you see African-Americans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, all culturally exchanging music. This cultural exchange of different musicians just going in and out of different genres on a night because they're hustling, right? They're jazz players and then Latin jazz. And then we have all the great sounds of Cuba and ese tiempo también. So there's like this cultural exchange between all these black people, right? Black Caribeños and the black Americans. So, you know, I say all this to say that, yes, there were Latinos in the beginning, but we can't negate that this is Black music, that this is music that has been used as a form of survival, and that it has been like a cultural exchange within Black people, um, especially in the beginning. This brings us back to Trueno. Mateo Palacios was born in the La Boca neighborhood of Buenos Aires in 2002. La Boca has characteristics that parallel many other working class neighborhoods across Latin America. Communities that have created heroes of the modern Latin American hip hop movement of which Treno is so proud of. Talking to Treno is like naturally being building the songbook of Latin American rap, past and present. Trueno's story interests me because he's someone who was prepared from birth to be a rapper and began to absorb hip-hop culture from a very young age in a city very far away from the birthplace of the genre. He did so alongside another MC from his community, but not just any MC, his father, Pedro Peligro, someone who represents the underground hip-hop scene in Argentina. From the Chicano rap of Cypress Hill to the motivational rap of Kendrick Lamar, to the era of Aleman, to the unstoppable Jay Noah, Trueno creates a musical map that includes the history of the exile of his grandparents, the rock he learned from his mother, the hip-hop battles with his father, and the many paths paved by his contemporaries. From La Oca to the top, Mateo demonstrates that hip-hop can be a collective effort that fights for freedom in Latin America. For KXV, I'm Alvina Cabrera. As always, to Roddy Nickbor for audio production on 50 Years of Hip Hop. Shouts out to Albina Cabrera and the entire team behind KXP's El Sonido podcast. I highly encourage you to check out the series in full wherever you listen to podcasts. 
If you aren't fluent in Spanish, fear not, though. You can read the English subtitles on YouTube. Just search for the KEXP podcast channel. Finally, I'd be remiss not to take this opportunity to mention that all this storytelling from KEXP, whether it's 50 Years of Hip Hop, El Sonido, Sound and Vision, it's only possible with listener support. Help us tell the untold stories of music across time and space. And trust me, we already have plenty of ideas for our next podcast. Become an amplifier. Leave a one-time donation at kexp.org slash 50hiphop. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. We'll see you next time on 50 Years of Hip Hop from listener-powered KEXP, where the music matters.